Hi entrepreneur, welcome back to Boss Moves uh, podcast with Spoosy, a podcast that airs every Thursday where we discuss all things business, all things uh, business in the digital space, all things business in today's world that is constantly changing. So um, just the other day I was going through my old documents uh, in my filing system and I stumbled upon a letter that said, um, after careful consideration, we regret to inform you that uh, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> I'm saying blah because honestly, uh, it just traumatized me to go over that letter again because uh, it took me back to where I was uh, about two years ago. When I received that letter, it was very, very sad. It was very, very sad to, to receive that letter. I, I remember very well that I thought I was going on leave and I sent my, my, my email to say, uh, should you need me, please contact so-and-so who can, who can assist you with my project work because I'm going on leave for two weeks and stuff. And uh, little did I know that I was going forever because, yes, they were, they were getting rid of me. But I always say um, there's always a silver lining in every cloud. There's always a silver lining. So in today's podcast, I just want to talk about how you can deal with being late of work, how you can uh, come back from that, uh, what can you do as soon as you receive that very, very dreadful letter and yeah what opportunities can you tap into um when you now are not uh, in the payroll when now you're out of employment to be honest there's uh, a lot of retrenchments that um that are still happening that are going to happen and i just always arm everyone with says please work please work on yourself and invest in yourself as if you are already out of a job as if you already know that a month later they told you that you are going to be going home because honestly with covid the second wave and everything nobody knows uh, how long they're going to stay in the system and how long they're going to be uh in the payroll so um it is very wise to treat yourself as someone who already knows that they're going to be out of a job i know we work in different contexts and different environment uh, what helped me really was um i have i've always known ever since i joined my my, my 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 like the the position at work i knew that it was um contractual I'm, I'm, i was working on contractual basis and it wasn't really for long term but you know that uh if you've been renewed before and a couple of years you just then start to think it's permanent even though you know that the role is not permanent even though that you even though you know that the company employs uh, uh on a contract but you still feel that uh, it's permanent somehow because you've been renewed a couple of times uh unfortunately covid showed us that even those jobs that we think of as permanent are no longer permanent so then now how can you arm yourself how can you prepare yourself um for the reality that is happening right now with all these retrenchments that are happening and that are still going to be happening due to COVID-19 and just due to digitization really because some jobs are losing value because 
everything is now moving into the internet space and some manual jobs are not really required so some people are going to be laid off not just because there's covid but because we are moving into the fourth industrial revolution that requires everything to be digital and if you are not relevant and you don't have skills to survive this era you may find yourself out of a job so the first thing is um when you receive the letter you are just confused you're just confused the first thing i remember asking myself i was actually having a conversation with a friend the day i received the letter was uh what do i do do i move out or do i stay where i am and start looking for opportunities but the thing is when you're working your standard of living most of the time is high because you have a salary to support that lifestyle so you find yourself uh paying a very very you know big amounts when it comes to your living expenses so the first thing i thought about was what do i do do i move home unfortunately i didn't even have an option to move back home home is far i had started building a, a house for myself and it was not even halfway through so there was just no way I, I didn't know what to do with the furniture i didn't know what to do um do i sell the furniture because if i were to move back home to my bedroom i definitely had to sell my couches and all the furniture that i had bought over the two-year period while working so it was wasn't really an option for me but also home is really really far so then that meant uh, i was now limiting myself to opportunities around home which are of which in the truth the truth is there's no there's not much opportunities <clears throat> excuse me there's not much opportunities uh in rural areas compared to here in town so yeah that is one of the things that um it's very important to consider uh, your cost of living. You need to adjust. You need to find a way to adjust. If you can, look for a cheaper house. That's what I did. I looked for a cheaper house, uh, which was almost half the rent that I was paying. So then that helped me to, you know, to adjust. It wasn't easy because even moving itself is very costly. You'll find that you, when you move to a new house, they'll require you to pay double your rent to include deposits. They'll, you need to maybe buy new curtains you know houses are different so when you move it's not that easy the transition is not that smooth but in the long run it's going to benefit you to pay a reasonable amount of rent compared to when you still had an income that was able to support that lifestyle so then now uh now let's move on to well, then another thing in terms of your finances, you may want to look at your policies. Uh, what policies did you have uh, that uh, can you take policy holiday? You can just go there and inquire. It's very important to, to go to your banks, to go to your uh, insurance providers and talk to them. Let them know that there's this adjustment in your life uh, that requires you to, to look into other financial investments that you have and see if you can still afford to, to pay those premiums and stuff because uh, if you just ghost them or go a roll and then you don't tell them they just see that okay there's no money coming in um, it gives you just a bad reputation and you may lose some of the benefits that you've been working hard for over the, the years when you were paying so it's very important to sit them down let them know that this is the situation and uh, just sit sit with your with your service providers and find out if you have options to make Maybe take a, a holiday in terms of uh, paying your your premiums 
uh, or you can maybe consider other cheaper options and the like uh, yeah that also goes for your loans I didn't have loans so I don't really know much about it but that also goes for your loans go and let them know that this is a situation what agreement can you strike in terms of paying back the money and stuff so then now let's now move to the big one which is now finding a replacement or finding another source of income so uh the first thing that comes to mind when you lose your job is you think you are going to learn a similar role or uh, a job in a similar work environment sometimes that's not true most of the time that's not true i'll make an example i'm a nurse by profession but i wasn't working in a fully clinical environment i was working in a corporate research ngo environment something like that so uh (laughs) i was just well i i think there's just this belief that says after losing your job you're going to find a job in a similar environment so over the two-year period when i was working there was just this belief that i'm building work experience for a similar role in probably a similar environment unfortunately that's not the case and when i started applying i applied for ngo work that uh that you know that matched what i had done in the previous role and that's that was just a recipe for disaster really because then that limited my thinking to those jobs that i thought i deserved to to to, to get and the, the 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 office that i deserved to be in based on what i've done before so that just limits you and after six months eight months a year you then realize that no right now i want anything i just want anything that i can use to you know to 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 go back to my lifestyle even if it's not going but just to afford the bare minimum i remember that now i started to apply for even lay layman jobs like testing and counseling all those things and it just looked like really really it really hit me hard on my esteem that wow is this me now trying to get these kind of jobs that i've i previously thought were not at my level so it's very important to be open-minded and just Tell yourself that you're unemployed and tell yourself that you're not going to get a job anytime soon. That's not to say be negative, but that's to say when you're considering opportunities and considering your lifestyle adjustment, tell yourself that you do not have an option. That really, really gives you the fighting spirit and to tell you that, okay, anything that comes in as income is important for me right now because I don't want to find myself at a situation where I'm digging into my savings and digging into my investments and digging into my emergency fund because I could you know I, I i i look down on an opportunity that would give me two thousand rands a month and if you could use that two thousand rands to just pay rent that's okay honestly that's okay because then you can now try to look for other opportunities that are going to now fund the the rest of your lifestyle so it's very important to not be very picky and not be choosy and not to tell yourself that you're trying to replace the existing job and then um the other thing that uh, you can do when you are laid off is to tell yourself that now it's your time 
to freelance it's now it's now your time to use all your skills your talents your experience to create an income and a living for yourself don't just be narrow-minded and thinking and say i'm looking for a job tell yourself that i'm looking for an income because there's a difference if you're looking for an income you are not going to say if if it doesn't have an aircon and a swinging chair and uh a pay slip i won't take it you're going to say so long as it's an income i'm going to take it so when you're a freelancer instead of saying i am um project coordinator at company xyz you saying i have these skills that i acquired as a project coordinator i know how to organize i know how to do um what you call this i know how to do project management i know how to do communication i know how to do leadership i know how to do this and that and that and what opportunities can i look for um that can give me an income based on those skills and you may find yourself now working in different roles uh taking short-term uh contracts with even individual clients i know that uh where i was working because i was in the research space there were a lot of people that were pursuing their master's programs their phds that just never got the time to do their their their, their academic work so then think of those things if you were working in in, in an environment like that you can look for the those opportunities you already know those people you already have a relationship with those people approach them and say hi i know that you are at the literature review part of your of your thesis or whatnot uh how about i do this for you and we can agree on an amount of maybe if i do this for you you give me maybe 500 every time i do this for you or if i do maybe the i compile your your, your reports and stuff you can give me this amount of money just be open-minded because what you need is not a job what you need is an income and it may take you a long time to learn the next job but if you look at it as what can I do based on what I know it may be easy for you now to get an income even if it's income not just from one person or from one employer but that's income and, and it counts for something so that is very important and um, one way to do that is to create a portfolio for yourself a profile I mean create a profile for yourself and um, instead of creating a CV now create a profile that uh, highlights your strengths and stuff because it's, I think a CV has just this uh, layout that says this is where I went to school this is uh, the positions I did and stuff but when you're creating a profile specific to what you are looking for you are going to just highlight the things that you know and then tailor make it to that so instead of saying I'm smoothie I'm a nurse you're going to say I'm smoothie and I'm a freelance um, uh, what you call this I'm a freelance uh, writer or I'm a freelance reporter or I'm a, you know you're going to you're, you are going to tailor make it according to this job that you are trying to get from your client and that is just going to make give you a lot of money i remember that in my job there were several things i was doing in just that one position one of which was i did voiceover work for our um, for for our we we used to have uh, an audio assistant an audio assisted survey so we went in studio and i did voiceover work for the questionnaire for the client because some of the some of the respondents of the questionnaire were, were, were not um what you call this 
we were targeting everyone uh even those that were not literate so i i used to do voiceover work for for the questionnaire in my language so then that made it easier for them to now respond and stuff so one of the opportunities that i i decided to to do was okay how about i look for voiceover opportunities uh how about i i think maybe news reading i think maybe um radio work and stuff those are the things that you can think about when you leave your job look for what you do most of the time employers are very smart most of the time they're going to hire you and they're going to give you multiple roles and responsibility and just give you one paycheck so now when you're out of a job now this is your time to tell yourself that okay maybe i can just hire myself by taking all this uh all these competences and skills that I gave to my employer and give to multiple clients and get paid in multiple ways. So this is just you giving you value because the mistake that we make is to think your employer is doing you a favor by hiring you. Not necessarily. They have seen the value. That is why out of 200 people you were selected because you have a specific, uh, there's, a, there's, something, there's something special about you. There's something uh, different about you. They knew that if we, if we, if, if we, if we choose Boosie over Temba, we know that Boosie has better value to offer to the company. And that is why they made themselves a favor by hiring you. So as you leave your job, uh, I know that you're going to feel like, oh my, um, maybe I'm, I'm not good enough. Maybe because there's definitely people that you're leaving at your workplace. Maybe I'm not good enough. That is why they laid me off. But uh, just be positive and say there's a reason why they had hired me in the first place. There's certain things that you may have to polish and stuff, your work ethic and stuff. Because sometimes you may find that they're laying you off work because in as much as they know your value, you're good. But uh, there's certain things that you're not doing well. You're not taking your job seriously. You're not prioritizing your work ethic. Your attitude is thinking and stuff. So you may have to look at those things and tie those loose ends. But at the end of the day, there's certain things that you know that other people people need uh that you could make them pay for so yeah guys i didn't really want to zero in this point but um yeah let's move on to the next point uh turn the challenge into turn the challenges into opportunities that i've i've talked about that that what you may think of as a as a disadvantage that i was laid off and now i don't have a consistent income coming in every month i may have i may have to close off my policies and all those things i can't do this now i can't do that tell yourself that now i have the opportunity because i have eight hours of my day so in the eight hours do i want to give my entire eight hours to my employer or i want to split two 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 hours uh of my working day and focus on different projects that are going to generate a different income uh based on what i'm doing so give that give yourself another opportunity don't tell yourself that this is very sad i've been retrenched covid and weep and weep yes you're going to feel a certain emotion you're going to feel bad for losing your job you're going to regret certain things that you did that could have led to you losing your job but at the end of the day now you have time and other people are still stuck at their jobs when you tell them to start a side hustle when you expose them to a business opportunity they tell you that they can't do these things because they're very busy and they're very busy that's very true your employer makes sure that you stay busy you stay busy even on weekends 
even though you're not at work but you are thinking about work so that is why you're going to be focusing on uh cleaning your house and uh washing your your clothes and uh planning your week and yeah and resting because they still have that part of your of your life so now if you're not at work tell yourself that now i have time now i have time to take a new course now i have time to to look for multiple opportunities now i have time to position myself for a, for several opportunities other than just one opportunity and then uh keep your network strong don't bend your bridges um I, I think one thing that uh, happened to me when I left work is that I was very angry. I was very, very angry. I just thought uh, someone else was responsible for, for me being uh, late of work. You know, we were in a department and I thought maybe this one has said something that that could have led to my dismissal or something of course i left because they they didn't renew my contract but there were certain things that were happening in the workspace that were, were now toxic for me there was too much friction it wasn't a healthy environment anymore so when my contract was wasn't renewed i uh, i just thought okay maybe it's because of this thing that has been happening in the department and yeah um that could have led to my uh, dismissal but in the reality of things you need everyone you need everyone I remember that in my different businesses that I started after work the, the first people that uh, supported me and uh, actually helped me were the people that I worked with why because people buy out of a like know and trust factor so those people did not, I don't think they bought out of PT. They bought out of the fact that they knew me. So it was easy to place their orders with me. It was easy to come to me and tell me their problem and, and trust me that I have I have the solution for it. So don't cut uh, don't cut your networks. Don't burn your bridges. Try as, as sad as you are, as uh, you're going to question yourself, why did this one stay if there's no funding? Why didn't, uh, why did this person, why were we not? all laid off why am i the only one who suffered this uh uh retrenchment or something but you need everyone you need everyone you're going to have to you're going to have to try and keep contact don't delete numbers if there's one thing in life that you don't have to do especially if you have plans to be in business don't delete numbers don't delete numbers never delete numbers never delete their email addresses you may need them tomorrow they may need you tomorrow so you want to keep that uh, relationship fresh you want to keep uh, the, the, the bridges open so don't bend bridges try as much as possible to stay in contact you may I don't say I'm not saying keep try and keep the friendships honestly one thing that i learned after leaving work is that some relationships are just um only valid at that time you you'll find that you you have people that you think they're your friends because you're at work and you spend time with them but they're not necessarily your friends it's just a convenient friendship because we are here every day uh, all year long so i'm not saying try and maintain friendships but do not um, resent people just because you were laid off. Try as much as possible to stay positive and to keep the relationship fresh. And then, uh, then another thing is rebranding. It's very, very important now to not look at yourself as an employee, but now look at yourself as a problem solver. So it's very important to rebrand. It's very important. Uh, I talked about creating a profile for yourself that is relevant to what you're trying to to solve that is very important go on linkedin and try those um and try to now say 
uh, instead of saying I'm a mental health nurse, uh, you can also say I'm a freelance counselor. If now you're working with, you can say I work with teenagers uh, and I help them um, navigate how they can keep a relationship their relationship uh, with their parents fresh uh, because I'm a mental health practitioner or something because they now are zeroing down to what you know and your skills and what you can solve helps you now to to navigate the 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 the, the, the I don't want to say the employment space, but to 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 tap into several opportunities versus saying I'm just a nurse. Because if you say I'm just a nurse, you are going to be very narrow-minded in your thinking. As you apply, you're thinking I want to work in a hospital, I want to work in a ward, I want to work with patients. But sometimes that's not what you want to do. Sometimes you can use those skills and competences and experience that you have to tap into different clientele. So that is very important. Rebrand. Go on your social media and find um, a different way of putting your, your your yourself out there instead of saying I'm employed and stuff and talking of social media it's very 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 important to watch what you put out there to watch what you're saying to watch who you're following to watch what you what, what you are saying every day because uh, that also determines whether or not you learn the next um, project or the next uh, position or you get a job or you get a client it's very very important be you you can't just <laughs> you can't just say anything and everything and comment on everything and just be all over the place because now you know that you're looking for opportunities that doesn't mean don't be authentic don't be a true self but in the reality of things you need to now understand that you don't have an em- employer you don't have something reliable so if people want to engage you for this, uh, they want to hire you for whatever services that you claim you can offer, also bear in mind that they're going to look into your social media presence and what you are doing. And another thing is create a page. If you're now starting to do freelance work in whatever field, create a page for it so that they they, they find it in a one-stop um, shop kind of thing. They're able to see that, no, you're a website developer. This is what you're doing and this is your business page. It just makes things easier because uh, social media these days is the is, is another... Well, I just say... I, I just always tell people that... Social media is like Google these days. Instead of uh, instead of calling a reference like people did before when they were hiring you, they don't call a reference. They don't ask. So how was was this performance? They just go into social media, and in just a few minutes, they're able to see the kind of person you are and the kind of work ethic you have. So that is very very important. Rebrand and make sure that you have social media pages to suit whatever skills that you're saying you're offering. And then uh, yeah, I think that is it sell your knowledge at this point you are you are trying to sell your knowledge forget about your certificates honestly forget about your certificate people don't hire based on what you learned at school now they hire based on what you can do so sell your knowledge sell your knowledge look for people that are looking for your knowledge you can even start teaching what you know really because if you've been in a, in a job for five years for 10 years for three years that's definitely something you know that the next person doesn't know i remember just um i think about last month we went to shop for 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 groceries and stuff and then we we, we get to this shop there's this guy he says he's a mix he says he's a mixologist 
if i'm not mistaken he says he's a missiologist so he was just orienting us on uh what kind of gene can you get what this is the kind of tonic if you mix this and that and you put in your mint this is the kind of cocktail you get and you know i was very impressed and i was like wow guys in today's world it honestly doesn't matter if you went to school or you didn't he's been in that industry for a long time he's been mixing gene and the like and he tells he tells us that uh, he gets invited uh to parties uh to events where he just focuses on the cocktail bar and that's what he does he was recommending things and stuff and that is when i saw that people sell knowledge those days honestly we 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 didn't care enough to even say did you ever go to school for that thing do you have a certificate that does not matter anymore what do you know what uh what what do you know that you can share with the next person if now you want to put a price tag on it that's fine it's your business you are solving a problem so we went out there happy we had bought um different things that we didn't know existed he told us you can actually make your own pink tonic if you do this and that you can actually make your own blue lagoon instead of going to the, to a bar and buying this one beverage for 100 rands you can actually make your own at home if you can just buy this and buy this mixer and do this and that and i was like wow this is uh this is where we are at right now we are living in the information age we are living in the gig economy the people that are going to survive are the people that are going to look for gaps and solve problems through what they know so there that's basically what you should be doing what do you know sell your knowledge if you're a project coordinator you are now an expert in how to use excel you know an expert on how to plan your your, your projects your gun charts your whatever you are an expert there. there's people that need the services most people struggle with excel go out there and show people how to use excel go out there and show people how to how to plan how to plan your month your year you are in a project you know how these things are done most people are disorganized and you can go out there and be the the solution to their problems yeah so yeah fill fill the gap and find out where you can help and what you can help with so yeah and then the final thing that uh, you can consider is now to start a business i've just been talking about services and you just uh being uh filling the gap and being paid based on a freelance basis and short-term basis but now you can also now start a business around that the cheapest businesses to start these days are knowledge-based businesses because uh you can just teach and 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 give people information and you probably need uh, a laptop to start and wi-fi and a smartphone maybe a ring light whatever most people start youtube channels around that because there's something they know that the next person doesn't know so you can also consider to be in the information space where you share information with where you start a podcast where you start a youtube channel where you start a, a facebook uh, page where you share your information whatever it is whatever you know you can honestly share and don't look down upon the information that you have everybody has something that they know that the next person needs uh even if it's how to how to draw your eyebrows how to how to apply lipstick people need information and you be the resource that they need so yeah start your business and then another business that you can consider you can sell products uh i'm in the network marketing space uh, i've seen people rise in this industry just by distributing products you don't have to start your own skincare line uh especially because you don't have experience with it you want to gain experience with products with people uh what what questions do people ask when it comes to skincare products and stuff and if your goal in the future 
is to start your own skincare line or to start your own makeup line and stuff look for a, 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 an opportunity where people are already doing this thing look for opportunities uh in businesses like avon like inuka like justine like you know average lane those companies already have beauty products in place and all you're doing is to distribute the makeup distribute um the primer whatever it is to the client and that gives you time and um a chance to learn more about the beauty industry for free honestly for free so while you get paid a commission for it so look for those low-cost businesses that you can start that allow you to work from home and do and just live life on your own terms while you tap into your true potential and whatever other business you've always dreamed of starting so yeah if you're looking for a place to grow learn gain confidence and uh just understand how other ladies or <laughs> have done it before and what they're doing to grow themselves um you can let me know and i'm going to and i'm going to expose you to this environment through the bosmos tribe through the Bosmos tribe, we're a community of women looking for bigger than what we have, bigger than what we are. So it's just a community. We are learning. We are growing together. Uh, we just started this January. And you can also just sign up. For now, it's free. Uh it's it's the trial phase of the program but a few months down the line people will be paying for it so you want to jump in now so that you enjoy the benefits of the of those that um are the early beds so yeah it's the bosmos tribe you can just uh, contact me directly or you are via whatsapp or facebook or instagram and inquire more about this pro this program and what you can do to sign up uh, and also you can just check me out on facebook it's uh spusisi with purity look that's my personal profile but you can also check out business coaching with spusi l uh you can also check out my instagram it's spusi underscore lukele spusi s-b-u-c-y underscore lukele and that's my instagram there's also the Bosmos tribe page that you can also uh, follow on instagram that is where you'll find the other ladies and other the testimonies on how uh it has benefited them to be part of the sisterhood so yeah thank you so much thank you so much uh i hope this um even though it was a very long 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 episode uh you found something that you can take away it it doesn't have to be everything you can just take away one or two things if you don't think it was going to work for you share it with a friend uh who's going through the same thing they may be losing a job they may be going through something similar or just even if you are not losing your job or you don't think you'll ever lose your job uh it's very very um wise to empower yourself with such knowledge and information because no one knows tomorrow no one knows what's going to happen tomorrow so yeah thank you so much uh let's see each other next week thursday bye